Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane, number 63 and 64. Cover date, February 1966 and April 1966. Cover price is 12 cents. Cover artist, Kurt Schaffenberger. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring The Satanic Schemes of Skull and The Prisoner of Skull. Writer Leo Dorfman, artist Kurt Schaffenberger. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. Our guest today is a writer, actress, mother, wife, friend, mentor. Ladies and gentlemen, she does it all, and she has it all. And she even has an alliterative name, just like Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Please welcome Jen George. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so happy that we have a guest. I know. It's our first guest. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm the first one. Our first remote location. That's true. (gasps) Yes. I feel just like Mary Tyler Moore in the opening credits when she's on remote location. We won't have any dogs in the background. No. Yes. Because Jen George is allergic to dogs. She is. Also doesn't like them. Sorry. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be our little secret. Well, we'll see you next week. Right. (laughs) Uh, Jen George. Yes. You were telling me before the show that you had never before in your life read a comic book. This is the God's honest truth. This comic that we're talking about today is the very first comic I have ever read in all of my 40-some years. That's a, that is a hell of a way to start. And you don't look 40, by the way. Oh, I no, thank you. Thank you. That's amazing, honestly, because, um, as you know, I am just barely ahead of where we are right now. Right. I haven't read these comics yet. I'm right. As we go along. And this is a very good one. For her, to, for her to have... You to think work. so? There's I, so much going on. There's a it's, lot. It's awful. It's wonderful. There's a lot to unpack in this one, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> the kitten club and all that stuff? Oh. Um, you didn't like not even Archie's? No. Unless it was on, like, the bazooka gum. Okay. Unless we're counting those. Joe Bazooka, that doesn't really count. Doesn't count. Well. And not even... How about newspaper comics? Well, sure. Of okay. course there are newspaper Kathy. comics. Everybody read Kathy. Uh, so, so what someone we say is like, oh my God, so many words. It's like Kathy, ack, you know exactly what we're talking about. I do because Bob also says that at work yeah. when he's reading. <laughs> yeah, true. it's true. Um, yeah, so of course I've read the Sunday comics. Okay. Yeah. So you're not, a, like, you didn't just land on Mars and look Correct. at it. Correct. Okay. Yes, so but like, I've never read, like, an actual comic book. Right. Yes. Okay. okay. A little Fair family, family trivia here. Yes. My, I grew up, um, we didn't get the newspaper at home, and... Um, because we, we didn't have any money. And my grandmother used to send me uh, clippings of the Sunday Funnies from the Miami Herald. Aww. Yeah, for my birthday. Sweet. She'd send me, like, she'd have saved them up for several months. Then did you Aww. have to line your shoes with them? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wish I'd thought saying that. Well, <laughs> um, now, Jen George. Yes, Bob. Is it safe to say that you were familiar with the character of Lois Lane? Well, of course. Okay. Of course. Good. 
I did love watching Christopher Reeve as Superman mm-hmm. when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was probably like my first crush. Just if we're talking honestly. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. William Shatner was mine. I was thinking sure. William Shatner was yours. All right. That's fair. But yeah, like who didn't want to be Lois Lane? Yeah. I didn't. I kind of did. Okay. Yeah. So this was fun to read. Good. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Oh, who's the character that played uh, the Six Million Dollar Man? Lee Majors. Oh, he, yeah. Sorry, yeah, he was my first crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah, and then also the guy on um, Grizzly Adams, um, uh, Dan Haggerty. Dan Haggerty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I never watched. Grizzly Boy, it's hard to pull. You're these not missing pop, much. Well, I feel like that was just like a little tiny bit before yeah. I was old enough to watch TV. Not it that was. I'm that much younger than the two of you. you really were you allowed to watch TV not. growing up? I was. But yes. That's, we have friends who weren't. That's awful. That's an awful existence. Yeah. I'm sorry for them. Yeah. It is child abuse. Agreed. So, Lois Lane, she had 100-some issues of her own comic before her comic and Jimmy Olsen's solo title were folded into the Superman family in the 1970s. And also, this comic is drawn by my favorite artist ever, probably, Kurt Schaffenberger. I'm not familiar with Kurt. I didn't think you would be. <laughs> but he drew a lot of Lois Lane stories. Okay. okay. Did as, he draw both pieces? Yes. Okay. As well as the covers. Okay. And uh, he also did a lot of work on the original Captain Marvel, whom you'll remember more popularly as Shazam. Yes. That's not his name, though. That's just his magic word. That's what he says, right? Right. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Get it? See what I, I did? Yes. Um, and uh, I like his artwork because it's cartoony, yet looks like it has dimension. It does. He does a good use of shadowing there. It does. They yeah. look like real people. They do. Yeah. yeah. And this, there's actually motion in this, which is nice. Yeah. you get real staticky. He likes motion. I do. Well, what we do on this show, Jen George, mm. is just go through the comic and offer our thoughts. Yes, I've listened to all of your episodes. Thank you oh, for you're listening. Welcome. Have All you rated and reviewed on iTunes as everyone of should be doing? Of course I have. Five I have, stars. You followed us on social media? Of course. Um, I actually think I was your very first review. Probably. Oh. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. Thanks. See how it pays, folks. Right? You get to be on the show. Right. Okay, maybe not all of you, but. Well. You know. We have hundreds of these to do. I'm sure. 535 to be exact. Oh, my goodness. So. And I know a certain. Um, Metal expert who is very excited to be on the show coming up soon. Jen George's husband is a metal expert, so the next time would the metal men come around, he's on Think deck. Think of the things we'll learn. Um, the cover has Superman bursting out of the Daily Planet stockroom with his Clark Kent clothes in his hands. Lois and Lana are taken aback. Lana Lang, for those of you who don't know, was mm. Superman's childhood sweetheart when he was Superboy. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. That makes so much more sense. Right. Okay. And uh, Lois is clutching her pearls, which is a classic Classic. Joke. Yeah. Superman essentially saying, I'll never marry either one of you because you are too stupid to recognize me as Clark Kent with just a simple pair right. of glasses. I always wondered about that. Mm-hmm. And now we get to explore that. I kind of had a fantasy that... Superman would propose to Lois, reveal his identity by taking off his glasses, and she would say, you dumbass. (laughs) I've known for years. Like, who Uh, didn't know? You think your little hair curl in the glasses didn't give it away? We've all been covering for you the entire staff of the Daily Planet. 
Covering your ass for 50 years. Emptying right. your trash can, mm-hmm. making coffee. Making right. sure nobody goes to the stock room when you're in there alone. Right. <sighs> well, it's the story they've never dared to publish before. That's what the cover says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Page one. <laughs> we call this the <laughs> splash page. Splash page. Okay. I'm learning things today. I've been learning too. I bet. <laughs> Lois is recoiling in horror as... A television monitor shows her a red skeleton lighting candles in the shapes of Lois, Superman, Lana, Jimmy Olsen, and Perry White. Jimmy Olsen and Lana are half-melted already. Mm. Yeah, they've been burning for a while. Looks that way. And the red skull, skeleton, exclaims, Just as the flames destroy these waxen images of Superman and his friends, so shall we destroy them in reality. Is that how that works? Is that like voodoo? It is like voodoo. Yeah. Can we talk about what it says at the top of this comic? Yes. Okay. As a female, Mm -hmm. it bothers me that the very first thing they say about Lois is that she's pretty, followed by and impetuous. Right. Yes. Ugh. That's all I have to say about that. Well. I mean, I get it. Lois is pretty. She's impetuous. But mm -hmm. did we have to say that first? Could we say intelligent, witty, Reporter. We could have. Impetuous and pretty. Whatever. Anyway. They continue to to speak about her. They said, and follows that cute nose of hers right smack into the deadliest anti-Superman plot ever cooked up. Well, let's back up first. As she's famous for the wild and weird adventures she's stumbled into. Um, If she's a reporter, I feel like if she's just stumbling into... Stories that she's not a very good reporter. She just has really bad luck. Right. She should be seeking these things out. Right. Right. Well, she's going to go snooping again. Mm -hmm. Again, as one does. That's her job, but... uh, She gets paid to snoop. Yeah, I'm getting angry the more of this paragraph I read. Isn't it irritating? Okay, I get it. It was 1966? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But come now. Right. Yeah. We go to the first actual page of story, and we see that Perry White, who's the editor... Of the Daily Planet. Planet. Thank you. Has been appointed as a senator. He's kind of thick around the middle. Well, he's also wearing a 19th century morning coat. Morning coat. Yeah, Yeah, what is that about? And a top hat. Because apparently that when you're a senator in the 1966... 1966. Well, now Jen is a costume designer. She can tell us about this. Is that what senators wore in 1966? Uh, No, he's dressed more like William Howard Taft. Uh Uh-huh. Like Uh circa 18-whatever. Do you know he was the fattest president? He He was. I did know that. I did know that. But this dude looks like he's drawn as William Howard Taft with the striped pant and the ascot. Uh Uh-huh. And the flower in his lapel, right? And the waistcoat, like I, the double-breasted waistcoat. The, by the, the way, Ascot races or, or oh, the Kentucky Derby. No, he's going right to Washington. He's to get going a to be a senator. Like he's to going to the floor right. of Congress. Yeah. yeah. So he should be wearing just a regular old suit. But he's dressed like he's going to a garden wedding. Teddy Kennedy didn't even wear that. <laughs> no. Or, or, or um, Theodore Roosevelt, Roosevelt. No. Roosevelt didn't, didn't wear this. He looks straight at ridiculous. Maybe it's a fancy dress Maybe speech. Maybe it's a fancy dress. It's a costume speech. Maybe, that's a, you know what? He made a choice. Right. Yeah. We can have to respect that choice. Um, now, he missed his plane, so Superman has to fly him to Washington. In his tuxedo. He gets a personal flight right. from Superman. Sure, why not? Um, to be replaced as editor by handsome, dashing Van Benson. Raoul. Meow, yes. He's the former head of National News Service, so it's... 
legit. He's qualified he for the job. Sure, 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 sure. Lois thinks, I hate to see an outsider get the job. Because, I mean, honestly, Lois should probably be editor. She could, but it's... Right, that but, was like a little bit passive-aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like a little... It's just yeah. a scotch. But... She continues, it might be fun taking orders from a dreamboat like that. I, you know, what is that about? What do I you mean? hate to see an outsider get the job, but it might be or- fun taking orders from a dreamboat. But he's hot, so it's cool. Yeah. So it's fine. Right, right, you know, right, 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 right. I'm right. just a girl. Right, well, she certainly can't think for herself now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Come that on. would be ridiculous. I mean, look, he is drawn very well. He's got a nice chiseled jaw. Yeah. But and a very neat mustache. Knowing yes. what I know about Lois, I don't feel like she would feel that way. You know what I mean? Like right. she's not taking orders from anybody. Mm-hmm. Or she would pretend to take orders and then do whatever. And she then wants. do whatever she felt like. Yeah. Van Benson, raging, 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 mm-hmm. yelling at everyone in the audit, uh, office. But then you call that journalism? You dimwits! You, you dimwits! But as the day ends, afraid I was pretty rough on you today, Miss Lane. I'd like to square it. How about having dinner with me? Oh. Ick. <laughs> and even worse, where did he take her to dinner? The Kitten Club. The now Kitten that Club. I'm new to office life. Is that necessarily harassment if you're asking someone to dinner as a supervisor to uh Well, on the first day of work? Yeah. yeah. So on his first day of work, I would feel like, yes, that is... Not okay. Okay. But also, I mean, it is the 60s. Right. And that was before we had sexual harassment mm-hmm. laws. So at the time, it was expected, maybe? Okay. I don't know. Is it okay? No. <laughs> Especially <laughs> not since he takes her to the kitten, kitten club. club. Right. Yeah. Which is essentially, like, the Playboy Club. Right. right. Girls dressed up in scantily clad uh, little black leotards and fishnet hose mm-hmm. with little ears. Picture Playboy Bunny, right. except with kitten ears. Picture, right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Lois looks lovely, except in this middle panel, there's something odd misprint thing. It looks like she has a tattoo on her I was looking at that. Breast. It does. Right? And also, she looks like she's in her 60s in the panel. <laughs> very right? Recently. Yeah. She does. It's the, um, it's the drawing of, of her cheekbone of up on her lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the angle and then the, the little shading under her eye. Yeah, it looks, it like, looks like wrinkles. Looks like now standing in for this panel, Joan Crawford. Exactly, like old Joan Crawford, yeah. not... Yeah. Yeah. And is that a fall? Where did all that hair come from? It has to be a fall. It has to be. Okay. That's a piece, yeah. Was that common in the 60s? Oh, it totally was. Oh, okay. That was a huge thing. In fact, I might, I'll bring my mother into this. Okay. Hi, um, she showed me her junior prom picture one year, and she is wearing the craziest, like, bouffant wig. Excellent. It's this blonde bouffant wig, and yeah. she looks ridiculous. I love you, Mom. But um, and she was like, well, everybody wore those back then. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. totally did. Yeah. Totally my, did. My mom, I remember growing up, she had this... This brunette um, sort of part wig. I never quite understood what it was. It was something that basically was just like this went on the, the back of your head. Yeah. And I, as a child, and I, of course now I understand that it was it was an accessory. You put a little right. you know, thing in your hair. And those are back now. Like women use those little, not like a full bouffant wig like my mother, right. yeah. but a little like piece that you would sit like to make your ponytail longer or to give yourself a bun. We use them a lot in shows. It's like a my pillow for your head. I'm in. I want you one. don't want to sleep in it. It's not really comfortable. Um, yeah. It's mm-hmm. pins and things. You have to pin it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, it's a whole thing. Being a girl is gross. Yeah. Women have it so hard. We really do. We do. 
Um, but can we just talk about? Okay. Yeah. So this are we? Sk- I'm skipping ahead to this panel sure. where he's with the coat check girl who's yeah. in her little cat outfit, mm-hmm. and he's flirting up a storm with this girl uh-huh. because she wants a good tip. Right. Right. Okay. Lois is getting all her panties in a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, Lois, like, get a hold of yourself, right? Right. I mean, this is your yeah. first day with this right. guy. He's taking you out to dinner. And he's You've been together five minutes, right? right? Of course mm-hmm. he has other women. And isn't she dating Superman? No. Well, I don't think so. Don't it didn't it's seem that way. not an official status. Okay. She wants him to mm-hmm. marry her immediately, but... Oh, okay. Well, I mean, who doesn't? Right. He's Superman. He's Superman. He's Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> um, another... Temptress approaches their mm-hmm. table. She's, she's been calling a dancer. She, she, I was gonna say it. And see, she's got a fallen bun in too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she does look kind of severe. Right. I wouldn't call her either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she lands a good slap on Lois. On I'll page. say. Right. That is a great drawing. It is. Yeah. I'll put that in the uh, show notes. What is drawn underneath slap in in the letters there? That's her earring. Yeah, Lois's earring. earring. Oh, I see. Yeah. It now. Okay. That's just like the motion of her earring flying away. That is great. Look at his hand. No, don't. Yeah, Lois he's really making an effort to stop uh-huh. this cat fight in the kitten club. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys her a stuffed animal. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the stuffed t- tiger is not going to make up for the fact that Lois just got beat the, up it, uh, by a stranger. Right. She, she hasn't even had dinner yet. No, they haven't even sat down. <laughs> This stupid stuffed tiger. So let's just pause for a second. Yeah. This is the first day she's met her boss. Yeah. First He's day. Been an asshole to her all day. Right. He takes her out to dinner. She agrees to go, first she of agrees. all. They go to the kitten club. He flirts with every single woman he encounters. Then they go to sit down, and she's accosted by this stranger right. that he's apparently has been calling him and he hasn't called her back and she assaults her. Right. She, she slaps her. Why were the police not called? And walks away. And yes. why isn't she slapping him? Right. Holding her back. Lois, Lois have didn't do it. It's not her fault. Right. Mm, this guy. Are we allowed to curse on this? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because I feel like I might. I think we, we draw the F-bombs. There's an explicit warning on here. So you said, yeah, you sure. did say the F-word one time, I remember. Okay. okay. Um, There's an E. Okay, good. So Lois gets a stuffed tiger as... Uh, what the hell is she going to do with that? Right. Set so, on her shelf so it can get the dust? Sure. Right. And it's like not little. Right. It's, it's, yeah, like a, it's a, like a cat. I'm a domestic cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she put it on her desk at work. You should and see I, my desk. <laughs> here's my favorite is that we'll call her like the cigarette girl is just walking around with a box of stuffed tigers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that's their thing. Okay. Well, here oh, we I said it's a cat fight over at table 10. Right. I'll get my tigers. <laughs> Let me get the tigers so we can make it all better. <laughs> Here we get the night's entertainment, Tamara, the Lady of the Lash. Tamara, the Lady She is uh, dressed as a bolero dance. No, is that what I'm trying to say? A bolero dancer? Um, she's wearing a bolero jacket. A bolero jacket, yeah. yes. Um, like, a, like a matador. Like a flamenco the, dancer? No, they the have like the Argentinian cowboys. Gauchos. 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 Yes, yes, yes. yes. Dressed yes. as a gaucho. With gaucho pants. Two mm-hmm. whips, and that's her act. Now, what do you imagine the music is playing in the background? Um, something like this. <laughs> I'm picturing Ethel yes. Smith on organ. Yes. You don't know who that is. I don't know is. who that is. Yes, I do. Okay. 
It's Ethel Smith playing Tico Tico. I'll put that as background music. Yes, good. In post production. Um, she's whipping people's cigarettes out of their mouths, whipping people's corsages off of their bosoms. Oh. And she even snaps the spectacle case from Van Benson's breast pocket. I mean... All part of the act, he says. Not worried. Right. Brilliant. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, until... The little old lady in the bottom of that page yeah. is giving the most amazing face I've ever seen. I love she it. She looked like Mrs. Kravitz on Bewitched. <laughs> And remember that I made a Bewitched reference because it'll come back at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, I feel like she all of... a stink face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like all of these people are probably based on actual people. Like real people, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, because especially the guy in the blue suit, like, he yeah. looks like somebody's dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you a shout out. Yeah. Um, the guy with the cigar looks like Mr. Mooney on Lucy Show. Mm-hmm. He does. So the uh, coat girl brings... Van Benson's glasses gives them to Lois. She needs to check them to make sure they're not broken. And what does she find? Dun, she dun, finds dun. a secret message inside the glasses. One lens has a picture of Superman mm-hmm. dying under the rays of green kryptonite. The other lens has something lettered on it that she can't make out. Now, we've seen already depictions of super beings being killed by kryptonite. Yes. That someone has either drawn or photographed somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with that. It just seems unusual that if you have an underground secret club of people dedicated to the death of Superman, would your emblem be the actual death of Superman? Just in case well, something they like have a messaging problem. Maybe it's maybe they've got a, a new person running the marketing division of the of Skull, and therefore that person is saying, you know, I really think that we should have a, a very clear deliberate symbol which sums up without any hesitation whatsoever our mission maybe okay well then maybe, but right we have to come back to this when we get to part two yeah because they're different the necklaces oh, oh wait I'm giving, we'll come back no, to no, that it's okay. okay okay i do that the, all the time the necklaces are different that they end up wearing you'll see okay okay um i mean i'm just wondering like maybe just the superman symbol with a like, through it. like with the don't sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not an actual picture of Superman dying. <laughs> right. Right. The organization, by the way, is called Skull. S-K-U-L. S period. K period. U period. L period. The right. Superman Killers Underground League. That's an awkward acronym. It's a lot. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, Van gets his glasses back. Lois goes to the office the next day. Well, before we skip, before we skip this uh, panel, I just want to look at the bottom left panel there. Yep. I love how she's drawn. With her eyes? Yes. yes. Like, she just cannot get enough of him. Yeah. She looks just like Lucy Arnaz in that panel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody know who Lucy Arnaz is? <sighs> it's Lucy Ball's daughter. I was going to say, she has to be Disney and Lucy's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. I don't um, have a reference in my brain for okay, what she looks like, well, but I'm we'll go with what the you old said. people in the audience. Right. Um, not everyone spends whatever free time they have <laughs> watching old movies. <laughs> this is true. Oh, really? Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. My people are out there. They are. And they're listening. They are. Uh-huh. All sure. three of them. Lois breezes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lois breezes into the office. Queen of the world. With her bitchy resting uh, face uh, on. Thank you very much. Yes, she is. Is that Jimmy Olsen in the background? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Clark Kent. Ah, the office queen. How does it feel to date the boss? Well, the word's gone now, hasn't it? You know what? Clark, don't be... <laughs> Don't be an asshole to Lois. Right. She went on a date. Right. right? She went on a date. You have not asked her out. Mm -hmm. Don't be a turd. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. Lois is sneaking into his office. Mm. To Van's office. To snoop for clues. Which, again, is her job. Right. She's a reporter. Maybe not to spy on your boss. Well... If she thinks something's up, is that I not... Guess. Well, I mean, I guess she's got the glasses. Right. That's a starting point. Yeah, yeah. All right. She finds a book with a hidden compartment in it with all kinds of merchandise. And all this... the merchandise has the same symbol. Yeah. Superman, Superman dying. Right. And look what's left in the drawer. A solitary little pink comb. Oh! I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just saw that. That's, That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Another pair of glasses. Or maybe it's the same pair, but now she can read the message that says, Meeting tomorrow, 3 p.m. at headquarters. Attend without fail. That sounds like a schoolyard challenge. Bike rack, 3 o'clock. Be there, be square. Here comes Van. Van is heading out for a meeting of the Editors Association. I just did air quotes there. I won't be back today. I can tell you now that I've been working in an office for 90 days. That happens all the time. People just say, People just I'm leaving. Like, I won't be back today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. They'll send an email yeah. out. Oh. I'll be OOO for the rest of the yeah. day. That means out of office. Out of, out of office. office. So Van's going to his editor's association meeting. Lois is going to tail him. I love her eyebrows on this panel. Just saying. Yep. I would wish mine so looked like dear. that. They're yes. so swoopy. I love it. So she gets out of the building and loses him right away. No, she doesn't. She follows him to the hotel and dresses as a bellhop right then she dresses as a boy shocking because <laughs> no, the only just, good just, disguise is a boy disguise just, but lois is playing misfires some sherlock i am i've lost him already oh i see oh, you right. were and reading then she the just, words right. yeah. <laughs> i was just looking do you not read the words <laughs> <laughs> she so yeah okay so she so loses them where did she get the bellhop costume that's what i and would like lunch. to know right so she's got this tray of food in this bellhop costume which by the way the way she's drawn Anybody would know that was a girl underneath right, right, that outfit. Right. Thank you very much. But this doorman is just like, no, I'll let you in. Sure. I just want to remind you, she was slapped by a stranger last night at dinner. <laughs> right. Let's all just... She's a resourceful woman who found a bellhop costume and a lunch and tricks her way into this guy's apartment and is snooping around, was slapped by a stranger last night at dinner. And didn't do anything about it. Right. She tried to. She was going after that girl. She, she said, did get a tiger. She, said the, she said did the get a tiger, so. Uh, where's the, she didn't bring it to work the next morning. I, right. You know, she probably tossed it in the trash. Um, it was too big to go in her handbag. It was. She snoops around his apartment, opens a cigar box, and finds a secret uh, control scanner thing, which turns on the television, which is opened out of a secret panel out of the wall. Normal apartment in right. the 60s. Sure, sure, sure. Now we see this remote controls back then because we yeah, had a remote control. Yeah, yeah. yeah they used the word giant, remote control later on, and I actually thought that I was like, oh, oh wait. Did, yeah. yeah, but it, they called it a clicker, right? Didn't they call it the right. clicker? Right, and it, I believe it had a cord that stretched across right. the room. So technically not remote. Right. Yeah. 
Um, of course, Lex Luthor had that damn video phone that you could well, see across time. Oh, right. I was going to talk about the technology here because she can see, using this clicker and the monitor screen, she can see into police headquarters. Mm-hmm. She punches another button and she sees NORAD or something, uh, the Pentagon, monitoring right. the Pentagon. A third button, she's in Superman's Fortress of Solitude. How, uh, How exactly does one get these cameras into the Pentagon, the Fortress of Solitude, right. I can understand and go undetected? Right. I can understand everything but the Fortress of Solitude. Okay. You know, I mean, like, that's a secret location. Right. Like, nobody knows where that is right. except right. Superman. Except Superman. And then, and he, what is he doing? Playing with, a, with his toys? He I, looks like he's right? making a ham radio. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, a crystal ball. Do, do they have one in, yeah. his, in like, what is, what is one in his bathroom? Well, who knows? Does he have a bathroom? Does Superman need a bathroom? How does he well, shave? I don't uh, think he has to. He doesn't have to shave because his beard doesn't grow. But right. if he's ever under red sun energy or affected by kryptonite, then his beard will grow. And then he has to hold a mirror and aim his heat vision at the mirror. And so it bounces back onto his beard and burns So his he off. cauterizes his face? Yeah. With his eyes. With his eyes, yeah. He's had a lot of practice. So I guess putting his name on a, on a plaque is no big deal sure. for him. Yeah, that's... Also, that like that is knowledge that you have. Oh, is did I show my hand a little bit? <laughs> it's astounding. I'll also point out in that top panel in the background of the Fortress of Solitude is the Bottle City of Candor, which, as everybody knows, was shrunk on the planet Krypton before its destruction and by Brainiac, and Brainiac uh, had it in this bottle, and Superman got it, and now struggles all the time to find a way to grow the inhabitants. So, is that what he's doing with this crystal ball contraption? It could be. I don't... I rather think that that's just Candor in the background and he's, he's doing something else. With Not something. to dwell too much you know on, how men are. on I previous do. issues. I yeah. just want to say, um, for anyone listening out there, just if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking for something to do, try spelling your name on an imaginary plaque in front of you with your eyes. It's actually quite hard. I've been doing that as Bob's been talking. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've been looking at the desk trying to spell trying my name wrong. Like, it's like yeah. really hard. Um, it's not working very well. By the way, I, if you want to talk to the audience, it's best to say, all you people out there in radio land. Okay. Oh, is that the that. accepted vernacular? Yeah, I learned okay. that in college on the radio station. Oh. I've heard recordings of <laughs> you on your college radio uh, station. I hate you so much right <laughs> now. It doesn't sound like this. I would love to hear that. I no, was, you don't. <laughs> it took me a long time. I used to listen to them. To, 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 Shut to, up. To go to sleep. Aww. I was the anchor of the 12 o'clock newscast. I loved doing the news, but that was my voice for everything that I did. So a very oh. sedate NPR voice. Oh, good times. Even on a good music times. show. Yeah. yeah. No, there wasn't. <laughs> but you've come into your own now. Haven't I you? certainly Aww, have. You. You're animated and fun. Well, I'm drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Lois, reporter Lois, where did Benson get this fantastic monitor which can spy on the top secret security centers of the earth? I don't know. Lex Luthor, who has that same technology, mm, yeah. which he uses all the time. Now she's got a monitor in the kitten club, which follows him inside, apparently, because she's watching everything he does. Right. He, so it's inside the kitten club or it's outside well, the kitten first club? She's watching him walk into right. the kitten club, but then it now it's inside and he's changing into right. a. Hooded so we've got some sort of drone technology yeah. that we're working with. Or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, she just has buttons. That's it. She doesn't have buttons right. and controls. No. There's something <laughs> that some sort of interface that says, oh, you've, you've seen him go in. Now let's watch him put his Like a motion on. sensor, yeah. maybe. It's crazy. Mm. 
Um, so the hooded robe, I, it is God. yellow. So I guess we shouldn't be too alarmed. Okay. Yeah, I was worried about that. It's yellow. Yeah. But it's very clanny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also it looks almost like like a like what you'd wear if you were going into like a hot zone. Yeah. That's I was thinking yeah. maybe that when I saw this um not but 30 minutes ago the first time <laughs> I, I thought oh god it's going to be they're going to some sort of radioactive room or something. right 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 yeah because like the little like well, the... oh they are though oh well that's true yes yeah that's true okay but here I will point out <laughs> yeah in the bottom panel on right. page 8 the necklace right uh, notice it's this right. it's like what do you call that base relief it's kind of a cutout of it's the like design. what a rapper would wear right, right. yeah Skull. it's very like Flava Flav if but like not a so. clock that's a little before my time. I mean, after. <laughs> right, after. After. But yeah, so it says skull, and then it has Superman, like, like holding his neck like mm-hmm. like Darth Vader is choking him. Right, right. Right. Did you like that reference? Uh, thank you. That was super nerdy, wasn't it? You're welcome. You're getting there. I am. A room full of hooded figures, and they turn the lights out, and everyone's skeletons become visible. To uh, each other, or to, just to the monitor? To each to other. To each other. I'm not sure how that works. I don't know either. It's weird. And everyone's skeletons look normal except for Van's, whose skeleton is red. Are we sure that's right. Van? That yes. is Van. That is Van. He's yeah. the leader of okay. the All right. skeleton yeah. people. Do we know this right now? That's what I was wondering. Do we know this right now? I don't think we do. Because remember, you've almost caught up to where I started, where right. I was before you started I don't, the podcast. We, well, we know that. Well, we do because he just put the robe on. But I don't think we know that it's Van. That's the leader. We know he's in there. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not sure. It's not clear in the text. Okay. Um, now, of course, we have seen a Red Skull in comics before. Have we? Namely, the Red Skull, who was an enemy of Captain America. You may have seen him in the first Captain America film. I did enjoy that film. That was a good one. Because I, I enjoyed know. Captain America. I'll say. Hilar. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that there's any direct correlation there that the fact that he has a red skeleton but i do know that the red skull was appearing in comics at this time so okay we'll cross over we'll cross over sure um here we have the the red skeleton lighting candles of superman's friends including this time clark kent batman and supergirl Okay. Isn't Captain America a Marvel character? Yes, yes, yes. I'm stuck on that. I'm hearing you say this. I'm thinking, wait a second. That's a Marvel character. Why would they? Why would they? Why would a DC comic book reference a Marvel character? Well, it's just an homage, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just mm, suppositioning. I call foul on that. I will have you know that I made a list of all of these people, and the only one I didn't know was the old guy in the middle in the brown suit. No, that's Perry, Perry White. White. I don't know who that is. Well, well he's, he's, he's the, the senator from the beginning. He's the editor oh, of the Daily Planet. Right, so he's not wearing his morning suit. Right. Okay, got it. Um, you'll notice also that Batman does not have the yellow circle in his bat symbol. It is, in fact, the scratchy w- magic marker yeah, M. thing. Okay. <laughs> Just, he looks like the Adam West Batman. Right, except Sorry, Adam West had a yellow circle around his bat symbol. Did he? Okay, mm-hmm. We I haven't didn't gotten know into that. that consistently appearing in, in Batman. Right, because it's new yeah. at this time. Gotcha, okay. Um, she watches the candles melt away in horror. Look at poor, um, who is this one? In the, in the, is it Lana? In the, in, the in the green skirt? Yeah. Yeah. Look at her face melting away. I know. Mm. She looks very sad. Well, I'd be sad too if my face was melting. Her face is drooping down. <clears throat> A knock at the door 
Lois scrams with her food tray. Which she takes. God, can't forget the food tray. She takes the time to cover up with the napkin so that right, right, right. You don't want the food to spoil. Yeah. Goes out onto the window ledge. Oh, I love that drawing when she's on the ledge of the window. Isn't that great? That is a good one. Yeah. angle. Um, she tries to go in another window, but it happens to be the bathroom of the same apartment she was just in. Yeah. How does she know? Monogram towels. They say VB. Everyone had monogram towels in the sixties. Obviously. She hides in the shower. Van's got a gun. Lois, sweet, sweet Lois. Thinking on her feet, she sprays him in the face with shaving cream. Shaving cream. Gah! I'm blinded. Well, that would work, right? It would. I mean, I guess, but I sort of feel like if I saw a dude with a gun coming at me, shaving cream would not be my first choice of weapon. I would have maybe, like, also picked up the razor blade, the straight razor that's sitting on the shelf. Good call, yeah. But, I mean, I get I get where she's going with the shaving cream. Right, Put it in maybe, his eyes. He can't then right. see her to shoot. But again. maybe throw the can of shaving cream at his head. Like, in addition to spraying it in his face. Yeah. Okay. Right. Or even instead of. Shaving cream is not a debilitating wound. Wipe your eyes, you're good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It has alcohol in it. I mean, does it? Does, not mm-hmm. all of it. Does it, like, Barbasol? Like, what they would have used back then? Sure. Yeah. Doesn't I don't. I don't know. My shaving cream does not have alcohol in it. Well, no, yours is for girls. It's it is gentle. for girls. <laughs> um, I. We all know that girls can't, you know, just put shaving cream on. They get it all over their face. Oh and, my god! And the, in their ears, because they're so clumsy, right? <laughs> we don't know right. anything. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> Girl stuff costing more than boy stuff. Razors, though. Ray- Razors. Let me are tell you ridiculous. what. I Even shave club. We do. I was just going to say, can I say Dollar Shave Club on here? Sure. Can they sponsor us? Oh, that's a good idea. Dollar Shave Club, sponsor this podcast. We please. love it. We do. Uh, we have three razor handles in our house yep. because Holden and Cameron both shave. Right. And Michael and I both shave. I mean, he has a beard, but he still, you know, you got to keep yeah, it clean. Yeah. I friggin' love those razors. They're wonderful. As a matter of fact, this is a product. Oh, Good Shake Hand Cream. Yeah. Seriously, sponsor this podcast. Um. My problem is that we have that so many that? razor blades now. Oh my god, I have a drawer full of razor right, blades. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And they just keep coming and coming. Ooh, that smells very Isn't manly. You want some? No, I'm good. I have my own. Thank well, you. we were working so much, so hard this morning. I'll painting. say. So I've washed my hands like 30 times, so now my it's hands are cracking open. Like, gross. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone mentioned that Lois is constantly making up clever quips? Like, yes, he I got the shaving cream, but I had the close shave. Right, or this mountain goat bit is out of my line. I'll slip in through this open window. <laughs> really? 15 floors straight down and no elevator? One slip and they'll be scraping me off the sidewalk. Like, she's very... She, like, she's trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe she thinks someone is listening to her thoughts and she always right. wants to be on. Yes. Which, actually, that's a meta conversation we could have. We are listening to our thoughts. We We really are. And other people are then going to listen to our thoughts. Right. Forever. Okay, so Lois does not get shot. No. Newsflash. Goes back to the office to squirrel through the news files. (sighs) Maybe you could just look through them. What's that? Why are we squirreling? Because it's the (laughs) go-go checks, and they're using slang to appeal to a young audience. To get the kids. Right, right, right. She finds a file that has a headline about Van Bensing winning the Pulitzer Prize. Now, she's a professional journalist. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like she would know who had won the Pulitzer Prize in recent history. She 100% would. If it was like within the last couple of years, you know she would be keeping track of that. You know why? Because she does not have one yet. She does now, by the way. Current. Oh, current Lois has one? In 1966, she did not. No. Okay. So she would have been on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Look at her face in that one where she's looking through the file. Oh, uh, my God. Yes. She's chewing on the right side of her cheek. She is. She uh, discovers that he won the Pulitzer Prize. Is it Pulitzer or Pulitzer? I believe it's Pulitzer. Okay. Good. That's easier for me to pronounce. You know, I have a problem with you words like, like February. February. Now, I will tell you that I do say February. Good. I do not pronounce both R's in okay. the word February. I wanted to tell I feel you that better then. on the record. Thank you. As we journalists say. <laughs> um, he won the Pulitzer for his series on criminal disguises. Well, those are some disguises she pulls out of the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, we've got like a weird like gangster face. Yeah. Uh, a bum and an old man. These yeah. are like Dick Tracy villains who all have weird shaped heads and features. Right, right, right. I do like, however, <laughs> that Lois is not taking shit from Clark anymore. No, because he's a milk toast. Totes. She's got a wasp of a waist, doesn't she? I'd say right? that's like a 14-inch waist. That's I can't. Does she, she eat? She doesn't. You know who she looks like? The chick in White Christmas. What was her name? Uh, you know what I'm talking Ellen. about? The one with like the tiniest waist Vera in Ellen. Hollywood? Yeah. Yes. You know what else? She died because she never ate. What? She has a scarf around her neck that whole movie because she had anorexia so bad yeah. her neck was all wrinkled. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a dancer, though. Oh, my God. She made it look so easy. I know. Yeah. And as someone who can't dance, I appreciate that. <laughs> so she so, tosses herself out the window. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, look at her free falling. Lois. Her That's Lois. the girl who was... Okay, I just, She's like I, swan diving I, out I, of the window. I'm going to be that guy who reminds us that she was slapped last night by a stranger. Yeah. Right. This morning, she follows her boss, her new boss, to his apartment, right. loses him, changes, finds a bellhop outfit... Gets lunch, brings it in, crawls out onto a ledge, and decides to crawl back in because she's frightened of falling 15 stories. Right. Right. Goes back to work, sees Clark, can't find Superman, decides to toss herself out the window. Not just toss, fly out the window with her arms swan extended dive. like a swan. Yeah. Swan dive. Yeah. This is what makes me think that she knows that Clark is Superman because... Right. Because Clark is watching her right. do this. It's like, oh, damn it. Not again. <sighs> it's kind of a bitchy thing for her to do. It really yeah. was. Yeah. It really was. Like, haha, Superman will save me. Here I go. Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she's plummeting to the ground. Superman races <laughs> at super speed down the elevator shaft and sees a vegetable truck, luckily. Filled with tomatoes. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Naturally. Um, he uses his super breath to... Gently guide her to a crash landing in the vat of tomatoes. I feel like that would probably would also kill her. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It would hurt, that's you, for sure. If you land in water at that speed, you would die. And tomatoes are um, mostly water. I don't know that you would necessarily die. It depends on how you land. But based on this, she's <laughs> head first into these tomatoes. Yeah. She certainly did not take her, her stunt uh, jumping class. No. no. Right. And now her suit is ruined, also. You're never getting that out. Right. 
I love the bottom panel when she says, guh. 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 I don't understand. Uh, that's exactly what I would say if I landed in Val right? Tito's. Um, Superman should have saved me. No, Lois, you're a moron, and you dropped, dropped, <laughs> you jumped out of the window. Superman is not always going to be there to save you. Right. An important lesson for us all. Right. And, like, be an independent woman. You don't need no man. But you know who is there to save her? Van, Van Benson. Benson. With his wallet course. out. And a yeah. big fat wad of money. He's going to pay for all those tomatoes, and he's going to buy Lois a new suit of clothes to boot. Oh. Let me tell you what. This next little business gave me a very, like, Richard Gere. Yeah. Pretty absolutely. woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Buy my horse some clothes kind of I know what vibe. you're talking about, and I've never even seen that movie. What? I've never seen that what? movie. Why? You've never seen Pretty Woman? I've never seen it. O-M-G. Because I think it came out when I was in college, and I was not near a movie theater. And then everybody was talking about it. And I have that thing where oh if gosh. everybody's talking about something, I'd never want to see it. Same. Except Pretty Woman was a really good movie. It okay. was a great movie. Yeah. And Julia Roberts Fine. killed it. You need to watch that movie. Fine. But not tonight, because I'm watching the Ten Commandments tonight. It's Easter weekend. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Mock, mock. <laughs> <laughs> he takes her to a swank shop. That's what it's labeled swank as. Swank shop. Soon in a swank shop. Um, who has attendance? I like those matronly attendants. Mm-hmm. What do we call that? In French? A vendeuse. A vendeuse. Oh. Good night. Good That's very that fancy. Word. I've watched The House of Elliot. Have you ever seen House of Elliot? Never even heard of it. <gasps> you it must. It's, the best. it's a Is PBS it? costume drama about... <gasps> Fashion designers in the 1920s. BBC. Well, it was on PBS. Even better, BBC. Yeah. Um, I'll check that out. Ends with a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, ends with a cliffhanger. Stop. It's wonderful. It is wonderful, nonetheless. Okay. Okay, so one, loving the turban. Yeah. Yeah. Because she just had tomato in her hair. Right. I feel like that would probably be good for her hair, but anyway. Uh, these two ladies are dressed like every lady in any bridal shop I've ever been in. Really? Yeah. They're, they like they all wear like black so as not to detract from the bride and her bridesmaids. You don't oh. want to stand out. So you don't want to like mesh colors. So this is very like swank shop as we're calling it. You know. Uh, to like wear all black and, and have your hair up and look, not look simple, but look right. plain. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know who wore white to someone else's wedding? <gasps> who? Ivanka Trump. She did To her not. brother's wedding. Yes, she did. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Classless. This bitch. She couldn't get in touch with Superman, so she's going to have to solve the mystery of the Skull Club herself, which you should be doing because you're a reporter. Right. She's on her way to... Well, she picks up his business card first so she can copy his signature. Mm-hmm. Why do, would people have their signature on their business card? <sighs> I was wondering the same thing. Also, forgery is a crime, Lois. Well, nothing is a crime if you're doggedly pursuing a story, is it? Um, I feel like it is. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, All right. What? The card is addressed Manager Kitten Club. Are we there yet? Manager, comma, Manager Kitten Club. Manager, co- comma, Kitten Club. Yeah. If he knows him so well, why he would know his name. his name? Yeah. Lois should have known that. Well, they didn't have Google then. She can't just look up. She's an investigative reporter. Siri, who's the manager? Right, but if she's going in there saying, well, Van says he knows this guy. Right. Mm -hmm. She should have figured out his name. Okay, well, she's presenting herself as Mademoiselle Magic. She wants to try out for the show. I didn't know she was a magician hobbyist. (laughs) Just you wait. Yeah. 
Um, Have you gotten this far yet? No, I'm just sort of, <laughs> I'm being so quiet because I'm reading right ahead of you. Manager immediately agrees to give her an audition that night. Sight unseen. Yeah, because she's a personal friend. And not just an audition. Like, he has her go on in front of people. She must have been good. Lois comes out dressed as uh, a magician. Well, nobody's going to get this but me. She's dressed like Zatanna. I don't know who that is. Zatanna is a magician character. Also, she speaks around this time. She says thing, magic. Thing she says magic spells backwards, and they happen. Oh, but she wore this. She also of, wears fishnet stockings. She wears fishnet stockings and a little tuxedo top. Yes. Okay. She didn't have a cape. She just had the. I do like tuxedo cape. jacket. Yeah, the cape makes it. Yeah. Honestly. I like the drawing of this Kit Kat Club girl. She looks like the girl from Bewitched. Yes, she does. Yeah. Also, that wasn't what I was going to say. Because I am going to talk about Bewitched later. Right, I know. Um, but yes, yeah, she does look a lot like Elizabeth Montgomery. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Lois asks the ladies in the audience to throw their corsages up on the stage, which they do without questioning her motives at all. Was everyone wearing flowers out yes. to dinner back sure. then? Yeah. Of course. Like everyone? I Sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know either, but I just feel like they're like, oh, I've got a corsage with orchids. Here you go. Um, she waves her wand, and the corsages become huge, giant, exotic, blooming flowers. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, now she asks all the smokers in the audience. Remember, everyone could smoke indoors everyone, in those right? days. Yeah. Uh, and, like, legit everyone is smoking. Yes. They. She asks everyone to take out an unlit cigarette, cigar, or pipe, which she lights, lights using her magic wand. Yeah. And now for the finale. Everyone, please cover your eyes. Because I'm going to levitate everyone off the ground, which she does. Oh, wait a minute. But she doesn't have magic powers in real life. Right. How'd she do it? How did she do it? Readers, can you guess how Lois created those marvelous magical effects? I love that there's a quiz. Right. <laughs> I'm and just going to tell you, you something. I bet you you knew every answer to every single I'm one of those. I'm going to tell you I didn't. I think these <laughs> what? are, what do we call these? MacGuffins? Made up. Just things that have no bearing on the story that you couldn't possibly guess. Oh, okay. Because it never actually... You've never heard of these things before. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but it turns out they were all trophies from Superman's fortress or from Jimmy Olsen's closet because Jimmy's right. the one that delivered. And I love that we get, like, a little science break. <laughs> yes. With, clearly from Jimmy because his head is there showing us. Right. Yes, these interplanetary souvenirs all have fantastic effects. Magic wand that can make flowers grow and a ring that can make things catch on fire and a something else that makes things float. It's much more detailed than that, but yeah. Uh, my favorite though is the part about um, the the rock. Wait, wait, what is it? Your anti gravity act. Oh, you did that with the weight nullifier ray built into the cigarette lighter. Those rays are used to move massive boulders on the stony world. <laughs> Rock or <laughs> so we could be five on a Friday afternoon. They got to wrap up this right. story somehow. It's, it's late. Rock or do, do they also have cigarettes on rock or because right. why would they make their right. gra- anti gravity rate like, look, look at like, just like a cigarette? Like the little Oompa Loompa guy, yeah, like floating this rock mm-hmm. is my like favorite. A pig man. He does, he's like a little pig elf. Mm. <laughs> So now, Lois, apparently when she puts on all this makeup in her costume, yep. she ages about 20 oh years. Oh, my God, years. right? Yeah. She's looking pretty severe. It's like every other page they draw her older. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, 
maybe she's in disguise. It's part of the part of the act. She just felt like giving herself back. Although she her names herself Mademoiselle, that would indicate that she wants to be young. Right. It's not working. The manager comes in to announce that he's booking her for the starring spot. Now, unfortunately, she has to share a dressing room with Tamara. Who's smoking in the dressing room? That's rude. Well, okay, there are two ways that you know she's a bad girl. Right. One, she's a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Uh huh. Two, she is wearing pants. Three, she's smoking in costume. That's uh, a no-no. That is a big no-no. costumer no-no. Elizabeth Montgomery, the Kit Kat girl, comes in and says, Oh, Tamara, er, here's that mirror you ordered. Lois knows something is up there. Right. Who just walks in with a mirror out of the blue? <laughs> also... What is she doing with a hand mirror? Why Why you do you need that the, in your dressing room? In the room surrounded by mirrors? Right. Uh, sitting, no. sitting at that desk in front of a giant mirror. Right. With already the desk now, has two hand mirrors on it? I will say this. Yeah. Sometimes you do need a hand mirror in the dressing room. You do not need three right. hand mirrors. One, so you can like check the back of your hair. Right. What if you want to check the sides of your hair also? That... Then you would, <laughs> I only have two hands. So, right, but now she's yeah. got a whip. Is that... She could maybe use the whip to hold one of the mirrors. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Well, Lois has a hunch. Oh, always. Always a hunch. So she uh, uses knockout gas on Tamara, which comes from another planet. Planet. Right. Yeah. In the form of, like, soap bubbles? Soap bubbles that burst and make you go to sleep. Here, Lois says she'll sleep for about 19 hours. That's very specific. <laughs> That's a long... That's very specific. So, so I feel when like... she wakes up, when Tamara wakes up, she's going to wake up, she's going to have soiled herself. And I feel right. like she'll be missed if it's a span of 19 hours. Right. She would have to have had another performance. Yeah, she's at work. Right. And you nobody's... somebody knocked you out at work and put you in a closet? Right. And nobody's going to come check on me and be right. like, Jen left her desk. And... Has anyone would, seen Jen? Whatever. She left her... You know, I haven't seen her in 19 hours. Her headphones hey, are still here, so oh, she my must still be here. <laughs> my head is killing me. It's the middle of the next work day. Right. And whatever Lois is doing wouldn't take more than 20 minutes. Well, no, there's just, no reason she needed she to knock her out for, out for almost an entire Specifically 19 hours. To, to read the mirror. <sighs> well, so Lois. her hunch pays off. She breathes steam onto the mirror and find normal secret human message. steam. Right. Normal, not super steam. That's super steam. <laughs> Although, the, by the look of that drawing, it looks like super steam. It does. And you know what? That like It says that it's drawn in wax, but it's not like just handwriting. It's like typeset. <laughs> right, right. Like, like block letters. Well, maybe. They must have had to deliver a lot of these, these mirrors. Clearly, these were printed somewhere. Yeah. Do they not have phones? I mean, we have been seeing all these different devices, like like, like nobody picked up a phone, like, uh, like buttons and eyeglasses and right. mirrors, and I mean these things. These are these are large objects to be left around, right? You know, people will find these. Yeah, they could put them on a card or, or a, a secret decoder ring. Something I mean, they, for God's sake, he has a thing that allows him to see Superman's Arctic Hideaway. Yeah. Right, and they have to write messages on on hand giant mirrors. Objects. What did they not have? What was on that pink comb? Oh. Right? I bet you there was something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Van, here's that comb you ordered. Er. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's good. Lois puts Tamara in the closet to sleep in Nobody off. puts Tamara in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> another reference to another movie. Uh, Lois makes her way to the kitten club where she steals a yellow hooded robe. And a skull medallion. Right. And sneaks into the... I love that the cutouts are cat-eyed shaped. Yeah. For the eyes. Because they weren't. Right. 
That should have been her first clue. Go on. Um, she sneaks into the room full of skeletons. She herself can mm-hmm. see. She walks into the room. <laughs> the weird fluorescent effect reveals the skeletons of the members. Hold it. They're wearing brooches, necklaces, and bracelets. That They're all brooches. brooches. Whatever. Why do they spell it like that then? I don't Just know. how it's said. Maybe it's French. She deduces they're all girls because they're all wearing okay. jewelry. Okay, now mind you, this is not the first time she has seen this. Right. How did she not notice the gigantic, like, dangly earrings right. and necklaces and bracelets and brooches on these women before? And why does all that stuff show up when their clothes disappear? Maybe it's because it's metal? I don't know. You'll have know. to ask your husband I will. about that. I don't know. And also, I would just like to point out that women's pelvises are shaped differently than men's, which Lois may not know. Okay, yeah. But. I bet she knows. I feel like as an intrepid reporter, she should. Probably. Okay. Uh, The red skeleton walks in. She sees the outline of a pipe in his pocket. Which is just hysterical. (laughs) It's like, you remember the mini page from the Sunday comics? It looks like how they would like hide Uh stuff in the mini page. The upside down pipe. Yeah. So I I just want to say something here. Um, This whole technology of seeing through the garment and Mm -hmm. only seeing their skeletons. Mm -hmm. And their jewelry. Right. And their jewelry. This is crazy. Well, yes. I mean, is it though? I mean, Wouldn't that's how an X-ray works. Some sort of like like radium like, or radium, something. I don't that, know. That, you know, when, when someone's going in to have scans, they have to drink something. And, and like barium, yes. when you have like the upper GI, you have to drink that gross barium uh-huh. milkshake. Yeah. But it doesn't irradiate your whole body. Doesn't when it? you have an MRI, they inject you with dye, but you're not glowing. Well, it's right. the light. Like, the, the light allows light. them to right. see them through. It's right. Like, that's what bothers me. It's through like, the garment. The whole room is X-ray. Yeah. Yeah, which is really makes me very concerned for their health. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of exposure. I'll have to ask my sister. She's an x-ray tech. Um, I should have consulted her. <laughs> we can call her right now if you want. She's probably working. Um, so they're lighting those candles again. Now here's an added step. Mm-hmm. He presses a button and a life-size statue of Superman pops up out of the floor. Yes. With a spotlight on it. Yeah. It's very and dramatic. Then the light reveals the statue. The statue has a skeleton inside of it. Right. Which seems As all like, statues do. Right. And it seems like a lot of work for a statue. Right. Nonetheless, the other skeletons begin throwing imitation kryptonite at the skeleton, which is shattering because apparently the skin of the statue also disappeared. Right. In fact, as well as in image. Yes, because... This, this scat, the statue is hit by the fake kryptonite yeah. and scattered across the floor. Yeah. So right. I'm assuming that the cloak it was wearing that, that they've been wearing, too, Maybe. has been... Is large Disintegrated? Have, I, I don't understand. Fallen off? Here. I don't know. I, yeah. It's a great panel, though. It reminds me of that movie with the um, Jason and the Argonauts. Jason and the Argonauts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was some good Saturday afternoon uh-huh. TV watching. Yes. But yeah, the skeleton is like all... On the floor in a big pile. Right. But, like, it should be pieces of Superman with clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Red Skeleton says, one of you will be chosen to uh, kill Superman tonight. He asks everyone to put their medallions into the rolly thing, like the lotto. What do we call that? Like the bingo thing? The bingo, the bingo cage. Yeah. Like, with the crank on the side. Drum. Yeah. A drum. A drum. Bingo drum. Yeah. yeah. 
Lois is there secretly. She puts her medallion in. He rolls it, rolls it, rolls it, and pulls. Number eight. That's Lois's number. This was the most shocking piece of this whole thing for me, is that Lois's number got pulled. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> she's going to have to kill Superman. Now she has to kill Superman. Whatever will she do? Here with the quips. Who does this red skeleton think he is? Red skeleton? <laughs> that was my favorite Come part of the whole on. thing. Oh. Favorite part of the whole thing. Red skeleton. That's the low-hanging fruit, Lois. Come on. Yeah. Lois leaves. Look at the background. Uh, the women skulking out right? of this. Like, they're shame. In their trench coats. Talk about walk of shame. Why doesn't she take stick around and show us who these women are? Right. Well, she's got a get to these instructions that she's been given to kill Superman, which are in code, of course. Of course they are. She doesn't know the code. What is she going to do? Well, now I'll point out that this whole entire section, which started about 12 pages ago, was Mm -hmm. called Lois Teams Up with Lana. Mm -hmm. Here's the first appearance of Lana. Page 13 of the section. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lois explains to Lana what's going on. Lana says, no worries. I happen to have this computer here which can decipher code. Lana works for a television station, by the way. Metropolis Television Company. She's using a room-sized computer to Uh decipher this. Oh, my Uh gosh. The reel-to-reel. I love it. Mm -hmm. The message is decoded. But wait, can we back up for a second? (laughs) The message is decoded because Lana says the studio used this computer recently for a science documentary. We'll program it to crack the code. So Lana, intrepid television reporter, just knows how to code now? Yeah, she's a coder. Okay. Apparently. We'll go with that. And, you know, it was all set up anyway because they used it for their science documentary. Right, yeah. so it was all ready to go yeah, totally to crack to go. codes. You know, she right. just had to make switch right. one and right, zero right, here. Right, 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 right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she don't need training for that or anything. Didn't your father used to uh, do payroll on a computer yeah. that was the size of a, of a room? And that was well, all It was did. the whole floor. The right, whole right, floor right. of the building was, was real to real computer payroll. tapes. And, and he just ran payroll. punched cards, right? Yeah. Punched cards. Yep. And he was always, like, he was on call 24 hours a day because if something went wrong, oh he had to go to work and fix it. <gasps> yeah. Because he was the only one that knew how to do it. Yeah, apparently. Oh, my God. They should have had Lana. Yes, right. we got really if excited during Y2K. He was retired, but we were really excited that maybe the, he'd have to be called in to read punch code. <laughs> Because nobody. Oh how to right! Do it yeah, but he didn't. No, oh, we have to do it before five o'clock. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Lois's instructions are to report to the corner of Park Road, Ted Street, at noon on Saturday. Weapon X will be delivered to you there. Mm-hmm. Lois reveals to Lana that it's Van Benson, who is the head of Skull, and he's an expert in criminal disguises. Lana decides the best course of action is to make. A giant headline on the Daily Planet, as well as broadcast to all stations nationwide, that Superman, your life is in danger. That sounds like a good plan to me. I mean, yeah, they don't have email. Right. I don't know. Me personally. Right. Lana's on television. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do, like, a Walter Cronkite-esque break-in? Well, she's doing that, too, but, you know, print okay. media was big, big, big then. I mean, sure, you were getting, like, two papers a day. Mm-hmm. I had to explain that to my children the other day. They were like, first of all, who reads newspapers? And I was like, uh, oh, I, do. I do. Second of all, you used to get one twice a day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes three times a day if there was an extra, as we're about to experience right. now. Well, just then Superman walks in. Lois says, thank God you're here. I was just about to put out this extra. And he says, sharp as a mashed potato, meaning that's not a good idea. Right? What? Where does he get off? Well, apparently he's been working the case behind the scenes. Didn't let anybody in on that. Right. Thanks, girls, but no thanks. I've got everything covered. Let the man handle it. Yeah. 
This is where the cover comes in because Superman is yelling at them. Uh-huh. It's typical of your harebrained schemes. You just don't think, which is why I'll never marry either of you. Who wants a wife so dumb she doesn't realize I'm Superman when I take off my Clark Kent glasses? Look at Lois. Here's my favorite. Nonsense. You know we've often suspected you're really Clark. And they have. Right. In fact, I'm surprised it didn't come up in this story right. before now. But we find that this is actually Van Benson in disguise as Superman and Clark Kent. I don't know what he was going for there. Does he know that Clark Kent is Superman? Yeah. No, it says he doesn't because you. he says, you see, Kent isn't Superman and neither am I. Oh, I He know. doesn't know. See, when you read the words. Oh. Instead oh, of just yeah. look at the pictures. Right. Yeah. <sighs> right. I know. It's a lot. There's a lot of words. Literally one is. panel ahead of you all. Good. Okay. Good. Keep reading. Yeah. You're about to get a break because we're about to go to part two in right. the next comic. Turns out Van Benson is an FBI agent. He's not an editor or a criminal mastermind at all. Hmm. He's been undercover with Skull, and he is still uh, mansplaining to the girls Uh that they even goofed in their undercover operation. But now that they're in on it, he's going to use them to further his scheme. Uh Do we call that one as the FBI? Do we call it schemes? Plan? Plan, yeah. That's Uh, probably better. No, there you go. Mission. We're doing something unusual on this episode. Another first. What? We're using two issues of the same title so that we can have the complete story in one episode. All right. So I'm just going to turn off my viewer. Yeah. So we're moving ahead to Lois Lane number 64, which has the second part of the story. It also has the first part of another story, which will be continued in Lois Lane number 65. Wow. That's how they get you. Uh You can't just buy one issue and have a complete story. You have to wait a month for the next one. You have to wait a month for... The next one. Yeah, I'm skipping ahead too. Part two is called The Prisoner of Skull. Van Benson is explaining to the girls all about his undercover work. It's all been hush hush until now, but the truth is, I'm doing undercover work for both Superman and the FBI, which Perry White arranged shortly after he was appointed senator. <laughs> you gotta leave that in. What? <laughs> <Zip>. <laughs> All right. Van Benson mm. explains the whole plan to the girls while blowing smoke in their face from his pipe. I'll add. Rude. Um, it's urgent, girls, that we learn the nature of the mysterious Weapon X that the Middle East anti-Superman combine known as Skull plans to crush Superman with. Sounds dangerous. Uh, he explains that the initials Skull stand for Superman Killers Underground League. He's wormed himself in as one of its leaders, but even he doesn't know who is the master brain behind Skull. Mm. Lois asks, why isn't Superman just handling this on his own? Because both Superman and the FBI are using the Skull threat as a pilot project for developing techniques whereby FBI men will be able to carry on without Superman's aid. Well, that would be a good thing for Lois to get on board with, because as she found out earlier... Superman's not always around to rescue you. Right. You, jump out you know, crazy. like when you're jumping into tomato trucks. Right. I mean, you know, just just in case they had develop a relationship, they would be able to do things like have dinner together. You know, he wouldn't... They right. Would have, they, other people would be trained to handle uh-huh. some problems. Okay, can we backtrack for one second yes. now that I have my comic up because my computer is being stupid? Yeah. Um, did you notice the necklaces? Yes, they are KCs, right? What is that? Uh, <sighs> They used to say Skull right. with Superman on them. Now they say KC. Um, 
Huh. What is Clark. that about? Kent Clark. Kent comma Clark? There's a <laughs> Well. Uh, right? How does one explain that? Well, and I was the skulls don't have earrings. No. No. I was going to say Oh, that, the one does have a necklace on. Oh, no, because <laughs> they're all wearing necklaces. Right, and they yeah. all say KC. Right. I was going to suggest if you look in the bottom corner of that panel, it's Kurt Schaffenberger's signature, which is KS. Okay. And it's sort of RT design. So I was going to suggest that maybe that was that. But that's not. But it's not. No. It's definitely KC. Like, as plain as day. I don't know. I feel like some research needs to be done on that. I will look into it. Okay. In my spare time. Mm-hmm. Which I don't have right now. Right. Now Van Benson is going to demonstrate his makeup skills. Oh my god, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. Love this. Which, apparently, not only can he make his face look like any person on Earth, but also instantly change the color of his suit that he's wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Because he goes from Van Benson in a maroon suit to Dean Martin in a green green suit. suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Cary Grant in a blue suit. It uh-huh. doesn't look a lot like Cary Grant, no. honestly. Yeah, it's like like super old Cary yeah. Grant. Yeah. Lauren Green in a brown suit. Mm-hmm. And Linda B. Johnson. This is like a wax museum that Dr. Husband and I yes. visited once in Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. Oh, true, my goodness. Which had a scene of... Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr., Mahalia Jackson, Pope and Pius Pope II. Pius II playing All cards. Together? cards. Playing <laughs> cards. <laughs> All together. That's fantastic. It could have Do you have a picture of that? That would be good to put up on the social media. I don't know if I do or not. Oh, I would like to see that. It was fantastic. I'm going to ask two questions. Okay. Oh, you were going to say something about Dean Martin. I was going to say, I just, it looks like he bought a Dean Martin mask at the Halloween store oh, and stuck it in his face. across the top. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very, like, static. There's no movement. Right. I mean, I realize that we're looking at pictures mm-hmm. that were drawn, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? It just yeah. looks like there's nothing there. Now, was Lauren Green ever young? No, I know, right? Because <laughs> it's 1966 and he's full gray hair. Yeah. And he lived another 30 years. Yeah, probably. at least. I do like that he's got a voice and a quote for every mask oh, yeah, that he yeah, puts yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing Ben Cartwright on Bonanza has been a real Bonanza for me. So just let's pause for a second. Yeah. We all know what it's like to put on a mask. Mm-hmm. Sure. How long does it take him to do this? It's right? instantaneous, apparently. A few deft touches of his hands on his features, and behold, Dean oh, Martin. Voila! Did you know that Lauren Green was Canadian? No, I didn't. He is. He died September 11th, 1987. Oh, so oh. 20 years after this, but still. Yeah. <laughs> his middle name is Hyman. Oh! <laughs> Lauren Hyman Green. Okay. Lana wants in on this. Can you make me look like a celebrity, too? Okay. Now, Lana's already pretty. Yeah, yeah. very pretty. Prettier than what she turns into, right. which is old, old drunk Liz Taylor. Right! Yeah, exactly. Like old, fat <laughs> Liz Taylor. <laughs> on a bender. Like from the White Diamonds commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that was like 30 years later, right. but still. But this she was two chins. You know, this was yeah. during her marriage to Richard Burton, so she oh, was well, drinking a lot. Yeah, I mean, can you blame her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he plays a nice trick on Then Lois. he makes Lois look like a an elvish witch right. queen. The witch queen in Snow White. Her name is Maleficent. No, that's um, Sleeping Beauty. <gasps> that is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. 
What is the witch queen in Snow White? I guess it's the evil stepmother who never appeared with pointed ears that I recall. No, or like fangs. Right. She looks like <laughs> Eddie Munster. Yes. <laughs> with her She's widow's a peak. staple remover. Van Ugh, gives rude. Lois Jimmy Olsen's signal watch. Do you know about Jimmy Olsen's signal watch? I know nothing about Jimmy Olsen's signal watch, but I feel like it's important. Jimmy Olsen wears a watch with which he can signal Superman at any time, which... Would get a little annoying if I was Superman, honestly. Uh, yeah. Because Jimmy does a lot of the same crap as Lois. He purposely puts himself in harm's way and right. then just, hey, I'll just press my watch. Signal Superman. Superman will rescue yeah. me. No big whoop. Um, well, now Lois has it, so there's oh, the end of that. God. Could you see Lois getting so used to having Superman answer her, her every call? She'd just be like, oh, I could really use another cup of coffee. Beep. Beep. Right. Right. Hey, Soups. Swoops in. I would, if I had a signal watch, that's honestly... What do we do? Yeah. Beep. What you doing, brah? Can you refill <laughs> my water cup? I don't feel like getting up again. Could you check and see if the meat's done? I need coffee. <laughs> and you would always have to whine like that. Yeah. I do anyway. Superman. Superman. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Lois goes back to Skull. Where they're all wearing their Casey necklaces. necklaces. I need to know what that stands for. I need to know. Knights of Columbus. (laughs) Knights of Columbus. (laughs) We're all Um, cat. Like, it's Easter weekend. I can joke like that. Um, They turn the lights on, but what happens? Lois doesn't turn into a skeleton. Uh She's still there in her hood. (gasps) I guess Jimmy's watch is malfunctioning and preventing the X-ray lights from... Make me look like a skeleton. Don't panic, everybody. Because Van... What's his name? Desmond? Marson? Van Desmond? No. Van Benson. 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 <laughs> Van is there in disguise as the red skeleton leader. And he plays it off like it's his great makeup skills, which have made right. this member of Skull look just like famous reporter Lois Lane. So that... The in-disguised Lois Lane can sneak into a charity function that Superman is appearing at tomorrow and kill him. This is very convoluted. Right? And like, this is so like, many twists and turns. This is the toss-off nine-page second. Right, right, right. Like, we had 29 pages. Yeah. They couldn't fit this in in those 29 right. pages? No. Apparently not. We did skip over, I will say, we skipped over the part where Lois says, now if Mr. Dreamboat would just give right. me an engagement, an engagement ring, ring, he let you get beat up. <laughs> okay. And also made you look like an elf. Hey. Eddie Munster. And now you still want an engagement ring. Okay. It's worth it if you get that FBI pension. Hey. Um Lois goes for her pickup of Weapon X at the corner of Park and Tenth, mm-hmm. as discussed earlier. He says, Go ahead, Lois, use the weapon on Superman. I've got everything under control. Whatever you say, Van, he's smart and good looking. My kind of guy gag. Well, every man in this comic so far has been good looking. I can't speak for smart. Well, I mean, okay. Except for the guy in the morning suit. Well, who looked right. like William Howard but, Taft. Yeah. yeah. But he, yes. He's been gone for a while. Our main characters. Right. Lois goes to the charity function where she rushes the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's sending a little bit of a message here when even in her undercover act, she says, because you've spurned my love these many years, Superman, I avenge myself with 
Weapon X. That's not going away. That somebody's going to report on that when they report this incident. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. But also, at no point in any of these comics have the police been called. <laughs> so I don't know that anybody would report this. I mean, Lois has gotten beat up in the Kit Kat Club. Not Kit Kat Club. Hi, that's Cabaret. Club, yeah. Come see us. The old yeah, opera house. Cabaret at the old opera house. I'm, I'm here plugging my show. Excellent. We that's haven't mentioned that for. yet. April 27th through May 6th at the Old Opera House in Charlestown, West Virginia. Charlestown, not Charleston. Right. Charlestown, two words. Yep. Uh, Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Someone would have, like, seen this fight and called the cops. Right. You'd think. Unless it happens all the time at the Kitten Club. Right. I mean, is the Kitten Club this seedy joint? That, like, the cops just are like, oh, it's the Kitten Club. It's a high-class joint where you're always wearing corsets. I remind you that Van had to have a key to get in, so... Right. So it's one of those. It's one of those. So the cops know to stay away. Yeah. Okay. So then we've got this knockout gas business. Knockout gas. So Weapon X splits Superman into two identical Supermen, and then Tamara, the Lash Lady, comes out and shoots gas out of her whip and knocks both of the Supermen out because... With two of them, they only have half strength. All right, half of Superman's strength is still pretty good. Still friggin' yeah. strong. Yeah. 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 So I don't, well, I do understand what's going on because I've read to the end now. Same. Tamara, it turns out, is the leader of Skull. Mm-hmm. Actually. As we should have figured out when we saw her wearing pants. Right. And smoking. Lois thinks that she's been duped because she saw Superman split into two and then knocked out. Here comes Van. She thinks Van is there to kill him. And Lois and her, is kill her, not sorry. having it. No. She's not having it. She hates him. Yeah. Sob, she thinks. Does anyone think sob in their heads? She does. <laughs> Clearly Lois does. The rest of us girls do right. not. Okay, good. That's I, I wanted right. to know it's from not a, a girl perspective. Thing. It's not okay, a girl thing. Good. Like, sob. You we do run. occasionally say, sigh. Oh, yeah, I do that, too. Yeah. That's right. not just you do. Nose. You do, right. You rotten double-crosser, Van Benson. You lied when you told me no harm would come to Superman if I did as you instructed. Look at this. Mm-hmm. It's not Van at all. It's Superman in disguise. <gasps> Another twist. Yes. Now, I have to tell you something. Tell me. As a longtime comic reader. I got to this point, and I thought, this has been Superman all along. There is no Van Benson. It's all been Superman setting up this elaborate scheme to teach oh. Lois not to snoop, which is something that Superman would have done during this For sure. Yeah. 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 But that's not the case here. No. I did get to the bottom of this page and think, oh, well, there's no Van Benson at all. It's always been Superman. So what happened? Well, it was Van and Superman working together. They were both in disguise. When the Weapon X was fired, they pretended that it was... Uh, splitting them into two, and under cover of the smoke from Weapon X, they were able to pull that off so that no one could tell. Because they had figured out what Weapon X was way ahead of time and disabled the Weapon X weapon. As men do. Right. But Lois was just a girl and couldn't figure that out. No. Well, she wasn't nosy enough, I guess. I guess not. So Tamara now is shooting a gun at Superman. We know that won't work. Nope. Man of Steel. Hello. And Lois... Picks up her Tamara's whip, which I remind you is filled with gas, mm-hmm. and shoots her with gas, and she's unconscious. Now, poor Tamara. She's just is it Tamara as- or Tamara? I don't know. We'll go with Tamara. Okay. okay. She's just been asleep for nineteen hours. Oh right. Yeah. 
She wakes up to wrest control of her criminal empire from FBI agent Van Benson. Seemingly still groggy. Right. And knocked out again here. But she just performed, too. True. Yes. Maybe some time has passed. Yeah. So maybe it's been, like, two days? Could be. We may never know. because She ran out of two suits. I mean, she was in that suit for 19 hours. You know she soiled it. You would assume that she would have had to pee at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she probably has identical suits in the closet. I would if I did that act. If you did it every... Ran a criminal... As a costumer... Yeah. I will tell you that she should at least have two. Oh, yeah. 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 So Van is out the door because he is not really an editor. He's an FBI agent. Luckily, who'd we say? William Henry Harrison? Howard Taft. William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft. (laughs) She shows up. Not wearing a morning suit anymore. No, but... His jacket no longer has tails, but he still has the same pants. Yeah, pinstripe pants. And the ascot. So he's back to... I'm not exactly sure what he's saying if he's come to be the editor until he can find a replacement senator or until he can find another replacement editor. No, I think it's that they're letting him take a break from his senatorial duties to be the editor of the Daily Planet. Because there's no conflict of interest. That's what I said. I'm... In my notes that I was taking as I read, I'm pretty sure that violates federal law. Probably. I feel like just because the Senate has recessed does not mean you get to go back to your job in the real world. Also, especially as a newspaper editor. That's kind of a big job. Yeah. Well, but you're also driving public opinion. There's a huge conflict there. If he was retiring. Uh huh. 100% go back to your job at the Daily Planet. Right. Nobody cares. But you're in recess uh-huh. for like two weeks, and now you're just going back to the Senate after you've well, written about politics? He won't stay the Senate after this issue, will right. he? Right. Also, no, he won't. But what did he? was he in the Senate for a week? This hasn't taken place over that. No, it's only time. been a few days. Well, midterm election, midterm election, I go to Washington for a week, and then I'm done. Right. And we're recessed. He, okay, so it said that he was made a senator in the last issue. Yes. So we don't know how much time passed between issue 20, or 62 and issue 63. It couldn't have been long because this, in 63, was his goodbye party. Oh, right. Yeah. This is how comics narrative has changed in the intervening years. Nowadays, this story would have been eight to ten issues. Right. Really? Yeah. Wow. There's, because there's a lot... That needed to be said that wasn't said, yeah. for sure. Not ten issues worth, but maybe No, 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 three. no, no. Okay. Maybe four. Yeah, four. I can buy that. But also, I feel like in today's market, they would have not had the necklace discrepancy either. I'm very focused yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. It's bothering me. I'm going to do some research. All right. See if I, I hope you do. Anything. I now, hope you do. I have a fun game to play. Uh-oh. Okay. I've drawn inspiration from our friends over at Cinema Chop Shop Podcast. Their podcast looks at old movies under the assumption that they're going to be remade, and so they recast them with modern actors and actresses. I'm twisting that a little bit so that we are looking at a movie that should have been made in the past. Okay. And cast it with actors and actresses from the past. So let's say there's a Lois Lane movie in 1966. Okay. And just for the sake of argument, let's say it's this plot is the plot of the movie that we've just read. I've got some ideas. As do I. All right. Who's your Lana Lang? Okay. So I could not decide on a Lana. I actually have three Lanas. Wow. Because I could not narrow them down. Okay. Because so 
I felt like I needed to think about this. Yeah. So not having a vast knowledge of 1960s actresses, I Googled it. Yeah, same. Um, And so, like, I had a couple in my head that were... Because I wanted to check the time period. And yeah. so a couple that I had in my head are ones that I picked. Okay, here's my list. Of, yeah. I only have three. Okay. But I only have one Lois. Okay, good. All right. My Lana's are Anne Bancroft. Okay. Faye Dunaway. Mm. How old was she in 66? She was, like, in her 30s. Oh, okay. Oh, I researched this. I made sure all these women were, like, the right age. All right. But the one who I really think it should be is Julie Newmar. The original yeah. Catwoman. Okay, yep. Right? Can't yeah. you see that? I can. Okay. Yeah, so I always see Lana's kind of sex pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why I picked those three. Excellent. If I had to rank them, it would be Julie Newmar first. Okay. And Bancroft, then Faye Dunaway. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, I only have one Lana, but it's a similar type. I picked Tina Louise, who <gasps> was Ginger on Gilgan's Island. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. that would have been a good one. Um, I also cast the men. I didn't tell you about that but <laughs> you're just throwing that out there well as i was thinking i thought well might as well but it's so obvious everyone will pick the same people okay van benson rod taylor i don't know who that is. Oh, rod taylor is from you. the birds oh that guy yes yes yes, yes yes mm-hmm. oh yes yeah Dwayne hickman is jimmy olsen Dwayne hickman is doby gillis okay okay i also thought briefly of jay north who played dennis the menace on tv he would <gasps> yes, have been a teenager he would have been a good one yeah superman Richard Long, who played Jared Barkley on Big Valley. That's a deep dive. That is a deep dive. And here's my Lois. You ready for this? I this am. is when we come back to Bewitched. Elizabeth Montgomery as Lois. <sighs> that would have been a good Lois. Oh. And yes, Richard Long. And the picture they have of him is from like the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. Uh-huh. Well, we know she can wear a black wig because sure. she's cousin Serena. Serena. Sam. And uh, I just, I thought she's, you know, she's smart, she's pretty, she is quirky. Yeah. And she would absolutely jump out a window expecting 100%. nothing, no harm will come to her. Right. Okay, you want to hear mine? Yeah. Sally Field. Oh. Yes. I considered yes. Sally Field. Because I was picturing like a Gidget. Right. Yeah. I considered Sally Field only that she was so young then. Yeah, but I feel like they could have aged her up. Right? Probably, Yeah. No, of course, she would have been in the midst of the Flying Nun. Oh, that's true. I'd like to add in a consideration for Van Benson. Oh, yes. Yes. Brian Keith. Okay. I don't know who that is. He affair. was the dad on Family <gasps> Affair. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a little more rugged than what I was thinking of Van yeah. Benson being. But mm. I also considered Richard Chamberlain. Oh, that oh, would have yeah. been a good one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Sally Field. I would have loved to see Sally Field play Lois Lane. Yes. With Christopher Reeve. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Instead of Margot Kidder? Instead of Margot Kidder. Yes, I could not think of her name. Thank you. I didn't. Who? Okay. I mean, Margot Kidder did fine. I didn't picture I Lois. I as Lois, though. Why? Well, she's did. a little more manic than I think Lois is. Manic yeah. is a great word to describe Margot Kidder. Uh, <laughs> manic and, like, also... Okay, now, having just said all of the things I said in this podcast, I feel like she should have been a little tiny bit, like, younger and prettier. I know. That is a very not feminist thing for me to say. Well. Margot Kidder is a lovely woman, but, like, I don't know. If we're talking about Hollywood, I feel like Hollywood dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. I'm looking up who tested for Lois Lane. Yes, I would like to know about that. Um, Susan Blakely. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. You know who else I was thinking of? Yeah, who? Um, the chick who played Morticia Adams. 
Okay. Yeah, right? Like Carolyn Jones? Yes, Carolyn Jones. Ann Archer, tested for Lois Lane. I don't know her either. She always plays uh, Harrison Ford's wife in things. Oh, yes. She's very cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Leslie Ann Warren. Oh. Oh. She would have been good. Deborah Raffin. I don't know who that is. Well, as we know, it's not always the person. Stalker Channing. Stalker Stalker Channing. Channing Would have been a great Lois Lane. Better than Margot Kidder. Yes. Did she? I can't believe it didn't. Oh, God. She must have had something else going on. Well, how how close was that to Greece? I was going to say, when was Greece? Oh, let's look that up. And then, of course, Stalker Channing, you won't remember this, you young people. Stalker Channing had her own sitcom. What? The Stalker Channing Show. The Stalker Channing Show? Yeah. That's very original. Well, it is an original name, isn't it? Um, Grease was not released until 1978. That can't be right. Yeah, that yeah, checks out. Right. Really? Um, and that was about the time of Superman, too. I think it was 79. Oh, right. 79, 80. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. Well, any further thoughts on Lois Lane? Jen George. Um... No, I would. I would just like to say thank you for introducing me to the world of comics. Thank you, and I thank hope you for you'll having me. Back. I would love to come back. Okay, I would love to. This Done. was super, super fun. Yay, daughter, husband, anything? No, I enjoyed reading along. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. This has been a particularly busy week for me, so I, I. I'm so glad that the two of you got to talk your way through it and have a good me time. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Do you need to plug yourself on social media or other? Wise. Uh, well... You want to repeat the dates of that show? Again. I would love to. Again, that's Cabaret at the Old Opera House. Yes. The dates are April 27th through 29th and May 6th through... What is that? The 9th? Yeah. That weekend. Thursday through Sunday. Um, I am pr- playing... <laughs> not praying. Happy <laughs> I am playing Fraulein Kost. She's a prostitute. She is. She is, indeed. And it's going to be a great show, and we're really looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun, so come see us. Tickets are available at oldoperahouse.org. Yes. Or by calling the box office at 304-725-4420. Wow. She knew the phone number. I do know the phone number. Uh, We'll be there the first weekend. The second weekend, we'll be in Spain, so. Um, (laughs) Jealous. Jealous. Uh, You can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, although I'm really bad about getting things on Instagram. I'll try to do better. And that's all I have for this week. Wonderful. Yay. What's next week? I can't remember. Well, I always learn from you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I know you do. I think it's Strange Adventures. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Strange? No, that's no. Marvel. That's Marvel. Oh, I, I knew that. I knew do that. Do you know what? Oh, I forgot the one thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. I did catch the Poison Ivy Black Widow reference. Now, is Black Widow an actual character? I know Poison Ivy's a character. Black Widow is an actual character. <gasps> See, look at that. In Marvel Comics, not DC. Lois right. Lane is DC Comics. I would have to check. I think Black Widow was around at this time. I'm pretty sure Poison Ivy was not. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm hitting the microphone. That's fine. (laughs) I don't even know how any of this works. All right. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.